Hi, I'm Amanda Pashuko. This is Sheila Lois Devita. I'm Gina Lovato. Hey, it's Anna Dunn. I'm Caitlin Bailey. This is Melissa Novak. It's Sean Jacobson. Hey, it's Bethany Nicole. Welcome to Sex Party. And welcome to Sex Party. Welcome to Sex Party. Welcome to Sex Party. Welcome to Sex Party. <laughs> Sex Party with your host, Dustin Ripka. And welcome to Sex Party. I'm your host, Dustin Ribka. And guys, this is episode 50. We made it. It's a milestone. It's huge. Did you think we would make it to episode 50? I don't know. Let me know in the comments. Uh, 50 episodes of Sex Party. Holy shit. I have a shot standing by. We'll get to that. I want to say thank you to everybody who's been watching and listening and supporting through these past 50 episodes. If you have not watched or listened, if this is your first time, I think quite a few out there might be tuning in for the first time. This is a sex and relationship show where we mix equal parts value and chaos every week and we just kind of see what happens. Uh, very special show, very special guest with me this week is Gianna Rackham. Gianna is my girlfriend. Uh, she was a guest on episode 19 all the way back. When she was a guest the first time on Sex Party, she was a successful relationship coach who, who also happened to be engaged. Um, I was an avoidant uh, psychopath. So what happened did I break up her engagement? Did I steal her? I'm going to answer that. We're going to answer that coming up in this interview. First, I'm going to do a shot. Thanks, guys. Cheers. I love you all. And without further ado, this is my conversation in episode 50 with Gianna Rackham. This week's conversation. conversation. Gianna Rackham, welcome back to sex party how are you <laughs> i'm good <laughs> nice um yeah so i think we should probably be transparent from the get-go they have already seen the intro but that's okay we can explain you and i are together we are dating we are girlfriend and boyfriend uh we love each other that's out of the way how did we get here okay you are here <laughs> You were here on episode 19 uh, back in May. Um, mm -hmm. If you would, would you tell the audience what happened after we recorded our episode? <laughs> oh, my God. This is so funny. Um, <clears throat> so this is how we're we're going into it because there's a lot to, sh to share, obviously. Um, a lot happened like from which part like what happened between you and i or like i think it's all kind of uh intertwined wouldn't you say i think um you and i had an episode <laughs> and it was a great episode right um mm -hmm. tons of incredible personal stuff that you shared and then from there uh we became friends we did a instagram live together but I think what um, what I'm really diving after, right, is is what happened that made you and I gravitate towards one another. Let's tell that story. I think they deserve it, right? <laughs> well, they, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, some would say past life karma. No. <laughs> say more. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's just a reference. Um, 
to something that my mom said, who is a psychic medium. So there, there's that. Um, so gravitated towards each other. Gosh, so layered. Um, probably definitely some past life stuff, right? But, (laughs) but this life, um, you know, keep it current events and all. Um, gosh, so, so layered. Um, so obviously when I was on your show, I was engaged, um, to my former fiance. (laughs) 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 And, um, you know, it was, there was some stuff happening under the surface in that relationship that had been in the works for a while, um, where I had been outgrowing that relationship. And, you know, I, I was just in that relationship for a long time and, you know, it just really took time for me to kind of get to know like myself and like what I, and, and my new needs and my new feelings that evolved in time that the relationship wasn't like matching up with any longer. Um, and so, yeah, gosh, there's like so much. Um, so that was happening, um, before I was even on your show. Um, and there was, there were things where, him and I were kind of, I feel like, so there was like a lot of like foundational things about that relationship that were really good and healthy and great and all these things, um, that I'd wanted. And then there were, um, needs and feelings and desires that I had that I kind of got to know in time and like evolved in time, but the relationship felt like it was kind of just perpetually like on the way to meeting, but like never really got there for like a couple of reasons. Um, because it just couldn't, um, and yeah. And then, so I was kind of just hitting this wall where within myself and the relationship where I was like, okay, like, let's really fucking figure this out. Let's like really make some movement. Um, and I was starting to feel like, you know, just conflicted and and things like that. Um, and I was thinking about this earlier, actually, like, I feel like when there's any kind of like feeling of like confusion or whatever, like we're just, we're usually not being like that honest with ourselves, or we're not really just like acknowledging what we're really feeling. Because that can be hard to do. Um, And so I was just like, took out all the fucking rules and just started like feeling and like following what I felt and just like, um, and then it was just, you know, really communicative about it um, with him as well. And somewhere along the way, um, you and I became friends and, you know, it it wasn't even like, they felt so separate at the time. Like like these things that were happening at the same time felt so separate at the time, but clearly we're not. And, um, you know, so I was like, um, I remember, uh, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm trying to remember because there was like so much that happened in like such a short amount of time. Um, but like so much that I'd been like leading up to that, um, under the surface for a while, um, I think. And then, um, yeah. So I don't know. Like, I just remember like, as far as like between you and I goes like that part of the equation. Um, I just, it's just so interesting, right? Like, it's just so interesting how, significant people find their way into your life 
through like minute things, you know, and how things evolve through like little things at the time that you don't think are significant. Um, and that's what I would say was the case between like you and I on my end and, you know, um, where it's not like, it's not a thought where it's like, oh yeah, this will like take me to a person that I'll like love and it'll be great. And it's like the person I want to be with, you know, but it's like, um, like it, it's just so random because it's like, I know the way that you and I first connected was like, I posted a reel one day. Right. And like, you found my reel and you like reach out to me and you're like, come on my podcast. Right. And I posted that reel that day because it fucking felt good because I felt like it, you know? And then like, I almost like didn't come on your podcast because I almost just didn't get back to your message. And I was like, no, like I want to, like, I felt like, (laughs) I was like, no, like I want to, like I felt it. And so I did, you know? And then it was like, you know, and then we had like a really great conversation and like a pretty like instant chemistry. It felt like, um, and at the time, you know, I didn't like make that mean anything. I was like, chemistry, cool. Like it's not necessary. You can have platonic chemistry or whatever. And you can, you absolutely can. Um, and, um, yeah. And so it was just like these little things where like, I just respected you and like what you were doing and like appreciated you and, um, just engaged with you genuinely because it felt good, you know, because I wanted to, not because I was like, I didn't, I wasn't like trying to like push for something or create something. Like I just genuinely thought you were like a cool person and really enjoyed like interacting with you. And I just followed that, you know? So, and then things just really organically evolved from there between you and I, and then simultaneously things kind of like organically fucking fell apart, like in my really like my previous relationship. Um, and everything just kind of fucking fell into alignment, you know? Cause I just, followed what felt good you know interesting very interesting um <laughs> so so i think yeah. there's a there's a lot there's a lot there okay right oh, so, yeah. so so number <laughs> number one um do you really think that it was just uh timing um and if you hear somebody banging around you know because you've slept here a thousand times the <laughs> asshole neighbor upstairs is just on one right now um jumping up and down on a trampoline with weights or something so if mm. you hear that that's what that is back to my question do you really <laughs> believe that it was the timing of your last relationship falling apart and then you meeting mm-hmm. me as someone new uh who's exciting and charming or, or what <laughs> or do you think that um there was something that was pulling you towards me, uh, attraction, um, whatever that may be, which, which is it? I think it's both, you know, like, I think it was both. Yeah. Because I, I think at least from my end of things, right. You and I, um, fell very quickly, very hard. Um, and there was, (laughs) there were not many speed bumps. There's one or two, which we'll get to perhaps. Right. (laughs) Hey, listen, you're here. We're going for it. Um, and yeah, and I, I think, sure. I, I think it. that, uh, we, we did, we did, we did fall really fast, really hard. And I think there's something to, there's something to be said about that because you were taken, you were with someone, right? Unhappily, um, at that point. And also I was very avoidant. I was very against relationships. I still hate relationships, although I'm in one. Um, (laughs) I love our relationship. I think it's great. But like, if it wasn't you, not interested. So 
if you have someone like me who's like, I hate relationships, fuck off, whatever, stay away from me, who I, you know, who is avoiding people, and then someone who's in a relationship, how do those two people, what is it, what pulled you across the line, what, <laughs> what got us together? Oh, man, you know, we've, like, talked about this a lot, and I've, like, pondered this a lot, you know, out of, like, just pure self-reflection, because it's, like, you know, and I kind of said something similar to you, where... I don't know, there was a couple of things that showed me that my relationship, my former relationship was was over. Um, and, you know, I just was, I kind of got to this point where I knew that before, like, I knew how I felt about you, you know. Um, but I didn't know <laughs> where, where that was headed. And I was kind of at peace with that. And, um, ultimately once I knew, um, things with my former partner were like, you know, I, I didn't, it's not like I was looking for anything, you know, like I wasn't looking for anything else. It was just you, you know, and like how you made me feel and how I felt about you. and. <laughs> your neighbor <laughs> she's yeah. such an asshole yeah she's got those like she's uh clearly clogging in her tap shoes or something oh, so bad. <laughs> or, like rolling around oil drums or something <laughs> yeah. god it's so bad we love we love a girl with some hobbies <laughs> yeah but does it have to be bootlegging i mean what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean can't pick your passions <laughs> very true very true. I mean, I think mm -hmm. to, to add on to what you said, I think for me, right, and I've asked you this question in real life, not on a podcast in front of whomever is watching, uh, and we love you for watching, like, and subscribe, but... Um, <laughs> Probably an ex, I would imagine. I was kidding. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? Um, <laughs> Wish you the best. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Um, so I think... If you watched the show, uh, you were on the show, and if you had gone back and watched any of the episodes, you would have seen that uh, a lot of the guests and I talk about my avoidant behavior, um, my uh, attachment style. It was incredibly avoidant. And I've asked you this many times, right? You're a relationship coach. Um, you're really good at what you do. I'm not flubbing that because she's my girlfriend. I'm being honest. She's really amazing. She's very dedicated, right? Um, very smart killer killer instinct so someone with a killer instinct who's as good as you are why would you date someone like me who is incredibly avoidant and was not interested and had just kind of pushed every single person in his life away not just on a romantic sense but like friends family what was it that you thought hey this isn't dangerous because everybody who had been on the show or come into my life and attempted um just felt like you're really a dangerous avoidant person and you need to work on it. You need help. Right. So how does a professional like you fall for someone like me? <laughs> oh man. Um, <clears throat> what a good story. <laughs> it's a great story. And now it's being told. How, it... uh... <laughs> <laughs> how does a, you know, self-aware, like, relationship coach that works with people on healthy relationships every day, you know, fall for someone who's like, I'm avoidant. 
Yeah, and I wore it pretty openly <clears throat> on my shirt, on my sleeve, on my bicep, everything. Like I would tell everyone and anyone who listened in the hopes that people would just not try and engage me that way. Um, I mean, I was pretty loud and proud about it. So yeah, that's the question. Yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, I didn't start like we didn't have a connection based off of like me trying to to date you. You know, that's not it's not like I reached out to you. <laughs> oh, you're gonna give me that like you're like we'll come, <laughs> okay. We'll come, we'll come back to we'll come back to it. <laughs> okay, we can uh, obviously, but um, <clears throat> so at the time, right? Like that wasn't there wasn't like a conscious thought of like let me try to date this guy, you know, like I'm trying to pursue a relationship. Like let's, you know, so I just knew that, you know, looking back, I think that there was an element of like, whatever, there was just something about the, like our connection and just like interacting with you that felt good. And like, whatever I whatever I learned about myself from that, like I was great with, right? Whether that like taught me that, hey, like I really love these things about Dustin and we're friends, cool. Or he fucking ghosts me one day and it's fine. And I learned (laughs) that I like this, this and that. Like I was in, like it felt like very like self-discovery and also like not um, feeling like attached to an outcome Um, and just kind of like willing to see what happened, right? Like, um, so that was part of it. Um, so it didn't matter to me that you were like, you know, I don't want a relationship. I'm avoidant. Um, because that's not necessarily what I thought I wanted from you, like from you at first, like that wasn't like my intention going into it, um, in our interactions, but also like, you know, something that we've also talked about is how completely like, secure you've acted like this entire time like when you've had when you've had opportunities to like get like avoidant um and at top like there's been times where it's like you've been even more like secure than me so it's like you know um so I don't go off of like I think actions speak louder than words I think that that's like really relevant um and uh, you know, I just knew that I I felt good with you. You made me feel good. I really loved who you were and how you showed up and how you engaged with me and handled things and interacted with me. And none of that was avoidant. It was like you were very like consistent in your communication with me, um, honest and open and All the good things. <laughs> All the good things, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so. Okay. I didn't, yeah, what, a couple reasons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what is happening? Um, <laughs> well, let's, re- let's recap the story at this point. We're like, you know, a couple minutes in. Uh, and just for everybody who might be just tuning in, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> looking for a particular answer which is coming by the way um so you're you're engaged to be married in the back of your mind you're not quite sure that you're happy right right you come on the podcast that's it we do an episode it's emotional but it's more about your history and your work as a coach right 
And then we do a, we do a, we do a live, which was fun, which if people can go back and watch the fucking thing is 90 minutes. So, so there's <laughs> something going on. I did not think that there was any sort of whatever, but then shortly thereafter you reach out to me with kind words. Right. And I think that it's some sort of scam or something. Cause that's what <laughs> happened. Funny. You, you reached out to me and complimented me on an interview that I did in a, in another live with someone else. And you said all these nice things and it literally on the streets of Chicago, it stopped me in my tracks. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? What is she? And I'm like, wait, is this, did she get hacked? Is this a scam? Right. And then I'm like, oh no, no, it seems real. And then I'm like, well, maybe she's trying to sell me coaching stuff. Right. No, that wasn't the case. Uh, and that's to me sort of where, where things start right between you and I, um, from there, we're like, kind of messaging a little bit right but it never really crossed any lines or any of those things um i think it's probably best if we set up what happens next right but i think you should do it because <laughs> we hadn't crossed any lines and i think at your suggestion right we started or maybe it was my suggestion i don't remember one of us suggested let's play truth or dare right so we're we're texting <laughs> truth or dare back and forth and I was very careful not to cross any lines. Okay. Um, you, however, got bored fairly quickly and said, how do we ramp this shit up? So there's that. Do you want to, do you want to, you want to take the wheel here? Okay. So, okay. <clears throat> you know, again, like I just, uh, I was just it being was like genuine. PG 13 truth or dare, I should say. Yeah, for sure. But like, Okay. So I was just being genuine, you know, like, um, like I just, I really felt, and this is just the kind of person I am, you know, with men and women, um, you know, I felt that like from the get, like I told you, like, I've told you this, like from the get, like when I, when you reached out to me to be on your podcast and like, you know, and I kind of like, was like sex party hmm this could either be really cool or really weird let me like you know scope him out a little bit <laughs> so um you know people are trying to buy feet pics like you never know <laughs> yeah, right. um which you know is fine but like i didn't you know i didn't i was trying to like get the vibe <laughs> like um i not that i'm selling feet pics but <laughs> but people but, do try but, to buy your feet pics all the time people have yeah, yeah people have sure. tried yeah. um we so <laughs> they're a great feet we don't blame them <laughs> i don't blame anybody for being attracted to you for anything have you seen yourself mm, you're sweet <laughs> thanks but okay so i just i remember like i was i was actually in a hotel room because my house that i lived in at the time like freaking like flooded for some like stupid bullshit reason and i was like in a hotel and i was in the hotel with my dog and I was kind of like, you know, like kind of winding down for bed. And I was just like, went on my Instagram and like one of your interviews popped up. And I was like, I don't know. I just kind of felt like I was like, hmm, yeah, sure. I'll watch it. And I like watched some of it. Um, and, and I just like really felt I was like, you know, like it just like literally felt just like very genuine. Uh, like from my heart that I was just feeling like, wow, like he's like so like genuine and he like does such a good job like holding space for people and just like letting people be themselves and just like whatever and I like really felt that I really just felt like like he's he's great you know and and I was like and I just had this thought and I was like Gianna like you know 
you share those things with people. Like when you, when somebody thinks something nice about your work or like how you show up and then they like send you a fucking DM about it, like that makes your fucking day. Like you're having one of those thoughts, like send a nice DM. And I did. And, and that was it. Like I, I wasn't that, I didn't have like any motive. It was just like, I, like I, I genuinely appreciated you and what you were doing. And I know that it's nice when people actually say that shit out loud instead of just like internet stalk you, which is fine too, I guess. But like, sharing is caring, whatever. That was like my thought. And so I did that. And that just kind of like opened something a little bit. Mm. <laughs> in some way, like it just sure. opened something a little bit. Um, And then we didn't really like interact. We kind of like interacted a little bit. And then um, we just kind of like interacted a little bit here or there through like stories or whatever. And, uh, and then, um, yeah, like we were just like talking about something random and then the conversation just kind of like spiraled and I remember I said like I we were talking I, I, it was either you or me that was typing the word date and we accidentally said dare it was like a typo and then I then I think I said something like or you one of us said one of us said I think it was you like I'm actually really great at truth or dare or I said that something and then I was and then the other person was like me too and then it was just like it just felt like a challenge <laughs> and it just felt like kind of like fun you know and like silly and playful and then I was like truth or dare <laughs> and then yeah and that's and and that's like part of the the beginning of how we got to where we are now um yeah. but was it really all that happenstancey? I don't know. Well, let me ask you a couple silver, silver <laughs> bullet questions, okay? Go for it. When I, when you came on the show the first time, um, when you first saw me, was there an attraction? Yes or no? <laughs> when I like first don't saw you, don't just answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> just answer. If the I'm honest, yeah, for sure. Okay. So, so there's that. And then you're like, oh, it's okay. If I say you're thinking to yourself, you're justifying, I'm like justifying it. Yeah. See, now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. So you did sort of have a little thing for me early on. Oh my God. I'm just asking. You can say no. You're fucking like putting me on the spot. <laughs> this was your idea. I No, it's great. I love it. We can do it. I'm, this is I'm what I do. Sure. It's hilarious. I love it. It's great. It's just, it's, it's so human. I love it. Um, so, you know, in a relationship, I don't know. I've like, my feelings have like shifted a little bit, but I think it can be like very human, like in a relationship to where, you know, it's like, oh, like, it's not like just because you're in a relationship, your fucking eyeballs fall out of their fucking socket. And then you're like blind to other people that you think are attractive or interesting or whatever. Um, and I think that you can have chemistry with people and it's not necessarily like whatever, but, 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 but there's also times where those kinds of things could mean something and could be like trying to tell you something. And, um, you know, to me at the time, I just kind of, you know, to be honest and call, <laughs> call it a past life thing, but whatever. Um, I felt like. And, and there's a lot I could say about that, but, um, yeah, like I, I think that I had a bit of like an instant, I, th I think I felt something that felt like pretty instant, you know what I mean? Um, 
and I just didn't make it mean anything. I was like, cool. Somebody that I think is, that I have a chemistry with. Cool. You know, somebody that I think is cool. Cool. Somebody that I think is maybe cute. Cool. You know, like whatever. Like no big deal. Cool. Great. But then it grew into a big deal fairly, fairly quickly, right? And before we <laughs> before we even like dive back into that, I think the question that everybody is tuning in for, right, is the controversy, right? And so let's let's address the it's controversy. Layered. It's very layered. I think all of this is very layered. But mm-hmm. um people are tuning in to find out, uh, did I steal you from your fiance? And if before you answer <laughs> that, let me let me give a little backstory on my on my past, and we've talked about this. It's nothing new. For a very long time in my life, um, years, the only women that I was seeing, sleeping with, whatever it was, right, were women who were in relationships, women who were married. And so for me, when you and I first started connecting, I didn't know once I was okay with this woman was a guest on your show, be a professional once, and we'll come back to how that happened. But once we got past that and I was okay with um, how I was starting to feel for you, I was sort of thinking to myself, this is just someone who's in a relationship who is lonely, who is not feeling well about the future of the relationship. Maybe she needs some love, maybe she needs some sex, maybe she needs both. And I was there to provide that as I was for a ton of other women in the past because that was Mm -hmm. what I had done, what I was okay with. Um, This is the first time I'm like sort of like laying it all out there on the show. I've talked about it briefly on the show, a lot on other people's shows. Um, But that was sort of people would say like my pattern was to be – I was never – I would never go and find someone who has taken – uh, and then pursue them. It's not my thing. But they would come to me and then I would just be okay with that. And I thought in the very beginning of you and I, I thought it was another part of my pattern, right? Um, and it was not, obviously. But now that that groundwork is on fire and whatever and out there, did I steal you from your fiance? <sighs> You know, to be silly, I want to say yes, but like, no, (laughs) um, you know, I don't, that it would have ended either way, you know? And, um, I just think that, and again, there's like more to the story or whatever. Like, it's not. Like, towards the end of my relationship, my, like, last relationship, like, we, like, opened our relationship or whatever and things, and, um, and he was seeing someone as well, um, but I think that, um, other people, like, if you truly desire, like, monogamy and, like, monogamy feels like a right fit for you and, um, And then somebody else comes along and makes, like, whether you're, like, cheating or whether, like, whatever. Like, that's not the real thing. That's a symptom, right? Like, like, that's a symptom. And so, like, I don't think, like, when when you say, like, did I steal you or whatever, like, I mean, no. (laughs) Like, 
Um, I, I just wasn't happy. And, and I was like, ultimately like in the sense that like, I realized that I outgrew that relationship and I realized what my needs were and I realized that I wanted other things. And that, that stole me from my relationship that caused me to be done with it. And then it just so happened that the things that I had really wanted, um, and that I did feel ready for and that I had tried to create with another person were not there and not supposed to be. And, and that's not like a diss or whatever, like, you know, um, to my ex, like, I think that we're just not for everyone. Um, and I just, with you, <laughs> we are for some people, you know, and the things that you made me feel and the ways that you were like as a person and as a man and just naturally um, things that I felt like I just like really wanted in like that previous relationship and felt like there had to be like this, this work put in um, to hopefully maybe get, you know, like it was just there from ground zero between you and I. And I just, I felt like I had given things like enough time, like in my last relationship, like I really tried, I really showed up for it. And I like, you know, was really honest about like what I'd been feeling. And it had been a conversation for a while. And, and I just eventually realized like, I don't, I'm so fucking like burnt out (laughs) on this. And um, simultaneously, like to be feeling that effortlessly when I wanted it to be effortless, like with you, like, you know, just reality, just the truth. Right. Yeah, no. And, and sometimes reality is, uh, in my experience and, and we've talked about this too, a lot, but like sometimes it's just so loud that you just can't escape it for better or for worse. And I think that is something that happens with you and I, right? Someone who wasn't interested in a relationship whatsoever. Like I never had any of those, whoa, pump the brake moments with you. I, it just, it just never happened. There was once or twice where I thought, holy shit, what is happening? Right. But it was in a good way. It was overwhelming in a good way. Whereas before it was like, uh, oh God, like I'm like a fucking pretzel lodged <laughs> in my fucking throat and I'm dying. Um, I used to get incredibly <laughs> uncomfortable uh, in many ways, whether it was people just like hitting me up for sex or people, you know, sticking around my fucking apartment a little bit too long or whatever it was. I used to get really uncomfortable. But the strange thing was, is with you, it just didn't, that just never happened. So, and that mm-hmm. to me is reality coming in and wrapping its fucking cold or warm hands around you. And <laughs> in this case, they were very warm. Sometimes you cannot deny reality and you have to sort of ante up. Like, this is it. This is what we're, yeah. what we're going through, what's happening. And I think I spent a lot of my life running from reality. I know you have too. Um, and I think in this case, there just was no denying it. It just felt so overwhelming between you and I. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, were you going to say something, darling? You know, there's a lot of things I could say about this. Um, <clears throat> I think that, yeah, undeniable to say the least. Um, 
for a lot of reasons because I think that, you know, regardless of the circumstances, like, I just think that what you and I had was undeniable, right, for both of us. And um, I think that, you know, something that I kind of had to, like, uh, like, so much that I learned about all of this, like, through all of this was, yeah, like, life can be so nuanced, and the way that things happen can be so nuanced, because um, something that I'd kind of told myself, like, I just, I feel like there was, like, I was always trying to do, like, I was always trying to, like, do things, like, right, if that makes sense, and, like, um, you know, I, I had this, like, idea in my head that, I don't know, I just, I just had to, like, ignore the shoulds in my head and just, like, be really honest with myself about, like, what I was feeling and, like, what that was trying to tell me about, like, who I was and what I wanted and what I needed and what I was ready for versus, like, throw any judgment on it um, about, like, well, like, why are you feeling this, like, when you're, um, you know, you're, like, on the way out of this relationship and, like, you know, even, like, fully done with it and, like, you know, shouldn't you, like, be alone or something? Like, <laughs> like whatever. Just, like, these, these thoughts and ideas that weren't, that were just, like, external. They weren't, like, my internal knowings and, like, you know, guidance of, like, what was actually right for me and what I was actually ready for and, like, what I actually needed. Um, and so just, like, really, um, I had to, like, release those kinds of judgments a little bit that I was, like, putting on myself and, you know, I just, I don't, and this was something that, like, I had to do, and you even, like, helped me with it even, like, as well a little bit, where I just kind of got to this point where it's, like, you know, like, I just, I just want to be happy, like, I just, I want, like, all of my happiness, and I don't, I don't need a relationship, but, like, here's this man, and the way that I feel with you, it, it was undeniable in, like, so many ways, and, like, desires and feelings that were just like in the back of my mind my entire life were just there from from the start and it was just like what the fuck like how can you deny that and everything like to me it was just like when you feel that you build your life around those feelings you don't you don't let that go <laughs> That's fucking so. amazing on so many levels. <laughs> yeah, no, that's incredible. And and I think you let it pull you. Yeah, and that's exactly what I did too. Is you know I had bottled up fucking stock fears I could have dialed into, and hey, which fear is it going to be today? Uh, whatever. But I just <laughs> it wasn't even really a choice. I just felt something just similar to what you described, and it was like, how could I not? You know. And I also thought, hey if this doesn't work out, you're going to have a whole fucking truckload full of pain to then go on your podcast and fucking, you know, bitch about and, 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 uh, all sorts of stuff to complain about and dating sucks and all of those things too. So it was sort of a win-win I had to, and, and we talked about this, but I had to like make a deal with my avoidant self, like, look, and it was very easy, surprisingly, but I had never felt that. And then that's it. I just haven't mm -hmm. felt avoidant since then, which is just crazy um, and, and amazing. 
um, to just completely bash this beautiful part of the podcast interview and go back to some of the more like uh, choppy water stuff, right? <laughs> the end of your last relationship, okay? Oh man, Ch- Ch- oh, no. <laughs> Who's so so it was his decision to open the relationship up, or he asked you to open the relationship up? And what does that mean? Were you guys sleeping with other people? Were you pursuing other people? Let's talk about that because I think it's important to the story. So, of course, of course, yeah. So, you know, I feel like in my last relationship, like it was very like we were just like very open minded, I feel like, and we were monogamous, but um. You know, we had we had had a lot of conversations about like potential, like you know, potentially exploring threesomes and like you know trying certain things out and like you know maybe we would try an open relationship at some point. Um, and we were both like fairly comfortable with that idea because neither we weren't really like um, possessive or like jealous with each other, and so like. Um, you know, that was, that was something that we had, you know, cause I've, I've like worked in the relationship field for a while. Like I've, um, worked with a lot of, like just been introduced and, and looked into a lot and worked with, uh, like clients and other coaches and things that were like polyamorous. Like, I'm just like, you know, I've kind of like explored that, uh, that, those ideas, like from a place of like curiosity and like open-mindedness and, and whatever. And so it's, it's something that him and I had like explored, um, at points, and we had like very open like conversations at times where, you know, there was like um, a couple of years into our relationship, um, you know, like there was like, we had like a few, like we had like a few bumps, like once or twice where, you know, he felt like a strong attraction to somebody or like I did. And we were just able to be like really open and like talk about it in ways that I think a lot of people um, probably wouldn't be able to be. Um, and so it, it almost kind of felt like it teetered into polyamory in those ways where we could just like, you know, not like shame each other's desires and feelings and like, you know, be open from a place of like curiosity and, and like be like, ultimately, like, I feel like our philosophy was like, we want to support like what it is that the other like ultimately needs and wants. Um, but I think over time it got a little too, a little too like, you know, supportive. <laughs> like for me, like I don't think I would take that same approach to that degree again because to me that would just maybe mean that I didn't really like the person that much. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so like um mm. and so like yeah, whatever. Um but so towards the end, um you know, we were, we were like, things just felt stuck. Um, I felt like there were things that, um, I had really kind of like put the effort into trying to like improve. And, uh, and then there were just certain things that like outside of that, where I was just coming to these conclusions where it's like, this is not giving me everything that I want. This is not giving me everything that I need that this isn't everything that I want. This isn't everything that I need. And so we were like communicating and then simultaneously, like, you know, I had like a close friend in my ear, like talking to me about her like open marriage and like all these things that she was like learning about it and like, you know, herself and her desires and like what that was doing for her and like showing her about herself and like her needs and like, um, you know, what that was doing for her marriage. And, and then, um, you know, and that, and that had just been like a thing in my mind. And then, and then like you and I were friends and I was like, whatever. 
And so, um, and then he had somebody in his life who was like really hitting on him and really into him. And, you know, and like, I wasn't triggered at all. Like I, I was almost kind of like, I wish you would. <laughs> like, dude, like I was just like so fucked up, whatever. Um, and so like, but I was kind of like, feel something like, like, what do you feel? Like you can lay it all out. Like, let's just fucking lay it all out. And, um, yeah. And then we just, that he, he had been kind of talking to me about that. And then I was the one that initiated like, Hey, like, you know, I'm feeling really unclear and like, I need to like feel other things, um, and like explore other things. And, um, you know, I'm trying to like remember exactly, but I mean, I was definitely the one that initiated it and he was like, okay, like, let's try it. Um, and I, and I was very like honest with the fact that, you know, I, I feel like this is what I need for me because we've been together for so long. And also like, you know, I was like a bit younger than him and, you know, that was just like what I felt like I needed to kind of figure myself out. Um, and I should have said to him, like, if that's not something that you want to do while being in a relationship together, like I a hundred percent get that and respect that. Um, and he was like, um, no, like I get that, like go for it kind of thing. Uh, and I was like, okay, back at you, go for it. You know? And then the end. Here we are. Here we are on sex party. <laughs> With my boyfriend. Don't, ladies, don't let your fiance keep you from your boyfriend. <laughs> well said. I'm just um, I mean, no, I'm I mean, kidding. yeah, no, you're not kidding at all. And I think it's great. I think I'm it's kidding lovely. at all. Yeah, we encourage that. So I think a couple things that I really want to dial in on, like what you said, right? Like, one, just to recap, the talk of opening the relationship or having a threesome or doing both or something was on the table, but wasn't activated quite yet. And mm-hmm. then when you and I were speaking, going back and forth, you're like, Oh shit, I'm feeling something. And so you went to him and said, Hey, remember that thing we talked about opening up the relationship? I need to do this. Is that correct? Is that where we're at? Yeah, that's part of it. That That is part of it. Um, cause like at that point, um, you know, to t- just be honest, like I was like, he, you know, he knew you and I were friends or whatever. And like that we talked, but I just, I was feeling a lot of things at once, you know, like there were, um, like I was just feeling like really like confused and like, what do I want? And like, what am I feeling like in my relationship? Um, and I was like, God. I remember I was like working with this coach at the time. And I just remember like being on the fucking phone with her and just fucking crying and just being like, and just like hashing out all this like shit that I was feeling and just feeling like, and I remember she gave me this advice and like some of it was really good. And it was like, uh, uh, ugh. like I was like part of it. I just felt crunchy. Like I just felt on the inside. And, um, you know, as far as like you and I, I was definitely feeling certain things, but I kind of like was just justifying it to myself a lot. Um, I was like putting a lot of like logic around my feelings and like justifications around my feelings and and things that I was feeling and a pre- like, and I was like, oh, like you know, yeah, you just think <laughs> this this is gonna be like a dramatic way to put it, but it's like funny and I'm like making fun of myself for it in like a loving way, but like no, oh yeah, like you just like definitely feel this like chemistry and this like you know, sexual chemistry and you think he's great and you think he's hot and you like totally respect him as a man and you like love all these things about him, but that doesn't mean anything. 
really that doesn't fucking mean anything <laughs> like what um you basically just like t- described like your fucking like whatever <laughs> like your like dream relationship no, 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 like, what? that doesn't mean anything okay. right. <laughs> like what yeah. it was just like so funny and i just that's that was a pattern of mine in the past like i would i had like um an ex called me out on that before like you just fucking rationalize your feelings and blah 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 and, and i was totally doing that and um and at the same time, I just got a little confused because like within all the things that I was feeling at once, um, because also, um, you know, the dynamic I had with my ex where we just like were very open and, you know, he had a lot of like female friends and he was still friends with a lot of his exes and and it wasn't weird, you know, like, like it didn't, it didn't seem like it was like this weird thing. Um, and so we both just kind of gave each other like a lot of like freedom in that way to like have, you know, relationships with other women and like, you know, close, like, in, like emotionally intimate relationships that were just platonic, like with other women and like me with men, you know? And so I was kind of like, I was kind of like, oh, like, I just think you're awesome. And that's probably what's happening, you know? And so I was just rationalizing a lot to myself, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I do know. And, and- you bring up an, an incredible point, and I think we need to, to tap into that a little bit. So if people are doing that, if they're meeting a partner who checks all of their boxes and then they they go right up to that line of, of initiating something with that partner or whatever, and then they pull back because they get scared, they don't want to you know mess up the fucking relationship they're in, even though they're not happy, they're sort of like it's really the vine is really twisted around the fucking you know what's your advice for someone that that's that's going through that so they stop throwing away those opportunities right and how do they know it's really a real opportunity because you had just you just talked about how you were looking at me like oh yeah who cares if he's this and that and this and that and, mo- and also this too and that too and this one thing and that, all that. what the fuck and damn it no, right so when other people mm-hmm. are doing that because i feel like a lot of people do that in their life whether it's with a partner primarily or a job but mainly a partner just uh, opportunities in life they get too scared to jump on it and then they let it go by what what's your advice as someone who did not let this opportunity go by even though it was scary what's your advice to them yeah i think that <clears throat> i mean like to just share from like my experience like i think what made it easier to not let it go by um was when i just was willing to be more selfish to be honest with you and like not put my feelings and needs on the back burner and when i when i say like be more selfish i don't like mean like be like shady or whatever but you know i think that we just have to be more selfish and not put loyalty over our own happiness like i think our loyalty first and foremost should be to our fucking happiness you know and like um just because you're in a fucking relationship if you're not happy, you're not fucking happy. Like that, that matters so much more, you know? And so I think that there, there were a couple of pieces to it where, you know, in my last relationship, these had been things that were in the works for a while. Like it wasn't just like, oh, we had a fight and there's a hot guy over there. Like the grass is greener on the other side. Bye. You know, like it was, hey, like I really 
I'm getting, I, I feel like there's certain things that I've like really showed up around and really like done my part around and they're not moving. And I'm really getting very clear on like, on top of that, like what it is that I really value and what it is that I really want. And you're not matching up, you know, like he wasn't matching up. And so, and that's not like, again, like not a diss, it's just not, not an alignment. And then it's like, so that just made it so much easier. Um, ultimately, even though it was like, still not completely not easy. It still wasn't effortless. It still wasn't, it still was like scary. Um, but I think that, yeah. So I, I think that we just have to be really honest with ourselves about like what it is that we actually want. And I think that, um, if, if you see that you don't fucking have it and then you see that it's out there, whether you like pursue something else with another person, um, you owe that to yourself. But like, even if you don't pursue anything with that other person, like, you know, too much, sorry, you can't fucking lie to yourself any longer, you know, too much. And you either have to swallow it for the rest of your fucking life, like a lot of people do in relationships. Because, you know, at this, like, I just, there's a lot of people that are in relationships that aren't fucking happy. And, you know, miss me with that shit. <laughs> like, um, so like, um, uh, yeah, <sighs> miss me with that. Oh, sorry. Um, but like, <sighs> you know, you just have to be really honest with yourself and like fucking be selfish and like be honest about it and like put that first. And yeah, it's scary, but you should be very, very, very scared of like, <laughs> ending up in a relationship for the rest of your fucking life not happy you know knowing that wondering questioning like not feeling met not feeling satisfied like fucking not like not having enough sex like feeling filled with resentment you know feeling like you're with a lazy fucking slob piece of shit you know <laughs> like or whatever it is that people maybe feel or like that your partner's a bitch like whatever you know you gotta look yeah. at you gotta look at yourself in the fucking mirror every day. Good luck with that. Yeah, That's no, all. it's a, it's incredibly important. Um, and I think I think you nailed it with that. The one thing that I want to go back to really quick because I think it's really important is a lot of people who maybe are in the discussions to open up their relationship, right, or they're they're thinking about it or they feel like turned on by it or whatever they might look at this and be like, well, Gianna opened her relationship and, and in two seconds, she's gone. She's with someone else, right? So let's talk to those people um, who, are, who, are, who are like thinking about opening their relationship. Because to me, what I see is the reason you were, you know, uh, like a cartoon character, like bolted out of there is because that relationship was, you know, to me, like already, already over, there was problems or whatever, right? Like I think, and you can riff on this too but like i think a strong relationship will be fine uh in an in in an open scenario right with communication right so if you could just like say Mm -hmm. one or two things about that that'd be great no i agree i completely agree i think that opening a relationship um isn't the problem you know um i think that it's about the quality of 
the actual relationship, you know, and if you actually feel happy, if you actually feel satisfied, if it's what you actually want, because if it's what I wanted, I wouldn't have let it go. And I did because I didn't want it, you know? See, I, I threw you the ball and you just fucking slam dunked it and you ripped the rim off. So let's, you know, a silent round of applause for, for we just tag tag team that topic. Um, and on that note, right, let's get to the fun part. So before we started recording in the days leading up to this, we both pulled our audiences to get questions. We said, hey, we're doing this thing. We didn't say what it was. They don't know yet. If they're watching, surprise. Um and we ask them questions. What would you like to know about our relationship? You have some questions from your audience that they asked you that they want to know. I have some. Do you want to go first? Should I go first? What do you What do you think? Mm, let's go with yours. Mine aren't. Mm. Let's go I, I'm with eager mine. to answer yours. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm not going to say who asked these. I'm just going to ask that, you know, the, the the again, the question was kind of like, Gian and I are doing something about our relationship and the controversy uh, surrounding how we got together. What are your questions? Okay. Um, someone asked, how did you get the party boy to want to commit? So I'm not sure. That seems like a question for me, um, which I'll just take. And you can, you can comment, right? Um, I do have a comment. But go yeah, on. I'm sure. I'm sure you do. I, I wanted to commit because... Two, two reasons. One, you were just really consistent with me. You just, you kept showing up and not in like a weird, like, get out of here, lady. It wasn't, it wasn't like that. You were just there. We were having conversations. You were incredibly kind and like incredibly intelligent. And then I was like, you know, what the fuck? Um, and so you were consistent. I think with me, probably at least in the beginning, there was probably like a level of like patience. Cause I'm always suspicious of people. I'm always, um, oh, this person's this and that. And my mind sort of gets ahead of me. So you were really consistent. You were really kind. And you also like really fucking hot too. So when those things come together, <laughs> you know, um, that's how it, and two, like the other aspect is there was just something incredibly sexy and intelligent about our connection. It didn't feel like, anything I had ever experienced previously. And it was, I knew right away, like as soon as we became sort of romantic or whatever you want to call it, when it went from like, Hey, we're just sort of friends who may be flirting to like, this is hot. What's happening. As soon as that switch over happened, I wanted to commit immediately. And I, I think yeah, it was like your lack of, judgment. I think a lot of, uh, women that I've dated in the past and I'm not knocking any of my exes cause they're all wonderful people. But I think there was just a lot of, of judgment in my previous relationships. Oh, you're into sex and you're obsessed with this and you want to do these things. And, you know, maybe just go get a normal job down at the refinery or like whatever, like that was what I was dealing with with you. There was just none of that. So a lot of these, these things that I had dealt with just fell away right away. And with that, I'll let you open it up to the, or I will open it up. What? I'll open it up to you to comment. <laughs> mm, I love hearing you talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's so sweet and hot at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> that's your comment? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that's one. 
Sure. So, yeah, I mean, I think that there's something to be said about when you are, when you don't play games, right? Like, like, it's not like, like, I think women get really scared of either being like too available, being like too available that they like kind of play games, right? So they, and they kind of like, um, you know, they're like, I don't want to be clingy and needy and like, you know, not value myself. And so like, I can't be a genuine person, you know? And like, for me, like, it wasn't like, I just expressed what I felt like I was just myself. Like I just genuinely appreciated you, but I wasn't trying to like, do it to get something like I wasn't trying to be like, Oh, like, you know, let me and I and I want to say this because I feel like some women need to hear this. Um, and then and then I have like a comment too, um, which was like, I think women get either like one extreme or the other where they're like, you know, needy and they're like trying to like be with someone because when they like them, when they're interested in them, and then whatever and and feel taken advantage of and not valued and like end up kind of being like clingy or whatever. Um, and then once you've kind of had that experience, people tend to like go to the opposite extreme where it's like, they get really like tit for tat, right? Like, well, I was the last person that texted and like, and they get really like, kind of like bitchy, judgy, like guarded, like gameplay kind of energy. And like, um, for me, I feel like, you know, granted, like we started as like friends or whatever. Um, but even after that point, because I had a thought, I was like, what if this dude just like wants to use me for sex or whatever? And I was like, okay, well, at the end of the day, like, would you, you know, have been okay gonna... with that? I, okay. So at the end of the day, where I was at, I was like, I'm not going to do anything that I'm not okay with. And like, I'm going to, you know, if I want to have sex, like I'm going to have sex and I'm going to do it from a place where I don't need more. Um, I'm going to do it because I'm enjoying the experience and I'm present and this is what feels in alignment with like what I want right now. Right. Like if I were in a place where, you know, I maybe wasn't as present or I was like, I'm looking for my husband or something like that, you know, and, and, or like, I don't want to like have casual sex right now or whatever. Like people are allowed, like I get that. Um, that just wasn't where I was at. And so, um, for me, I was ultimately just, like, at peace with whatever happened. Like, you could have, like, ghosted me one day, and I would have been, like, uh, rude, but I would have, like, gotten over it, right? Like, I would have been, like, fine. Like, okay, cool. Well, I got to know myself, and I had some good sex. Like, fuck yeah. Like, that's a win. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, so I just felt, like, I was just, I wasn't trying to get something from you. Like I wasn't trying to like get some outcome. Like I was just being myself. I was just telling, like expressing what I felt. I was just like enjoying our connection. Um, and it was just an undeniable one, you know? And so I just wanted to say that, but I also like, the how do you get the party board to quit? Like, <laughs> like, I think that that's like, that's so funny. Um, but I think that there's something to be said too, you know, cause it's like, I think that this is important to say, and we talked about this, right? Where, um, you know, there's something to be said about how, like, weirdly, like, our circumstances, like, combined with, like, our chemistry and our connection just, like, really worked out in this, like, interestingly, like, synchronistic very good story, like kind of way. Like if, if, if the way that our relationship happened was, a, I've said this multiple times, 
And I've literally had people tell this to me too. Like, okay, if that was like a Netflix series, like I would fucking binge that. Like, so, like, so interesting and like dramatic and like sexy and like all these things. <laughs> but there's something to be said about, and also like beautiful. Um, but there's also something to be said about, I think, you know, your pat, like your past pattern, right? Of like people that were like in relationships, right? Like if you are someone who is like avoidant, or whatever, that can be a thing, right? Or, is that your neighbor? <laughs> my neighbor is just like losing it. I think she's murdering the whole building one by one. <laughs> oh, no. So well, I hope you locked your door because I would be quite upset <laughs> if she, she got you. Okay. Just know who, right. you should, who you should seek revenge on. Got it. I'm writing that down. Um, But yeah, so, right, like when when there's a, when there's avoidance, right? Like if you have a knowing and an inkling in the back of your mind that you could never really fully have someone or it could never fully work, whether it be because they're in a relationship or, you know, they are just someone who is, has something about them that is a complete and total fucking deal breaker for you, or just like, um, whatever it may be. Um, there's something to be said about how we can almost like let certain Thing, so certain guards down potentially in those kinds of situations and like allow ourselves to maybe get to know someone a bit more or like feel like more of the connection there because in the back of our mind we kind of know like it can't really go somewhere and you know maybe that was a thing right and also maybe like like on my end too like when I, I was in a relationship like when our when our things started too so like if you would have like came out of like the gate swinging and been like you know you're like fucking hot like or whatever like I would have blocked you <laughs> like probably right yeah, like who yeah. knows so it's like there's just something to be said about how the way that we kind of came into each other's lives was just very organic um and didn't like trigger the alarms on either end really and like um <sighs> And we were just the right people for each other, you know? So it's like, I think there's a lot of things that you've shared about relationships. And I've said this to you long before we were ever romantic, right? Like, there's a lot of things that you've shared around your relationship experiences that, you know, like people being like jealous or not like supporting like your work or just like whatever, right? Like, um, sometimes we get this idea in our head that we don't like relationships, but in reality, we actually do like relationships. We just don't like that version of re relationships that we think is how relationships are when it's not necessarily. And so, yeah, I don't know. I think that those are relevant pieces too that I just wanted to say. So. Yeah, no, I mean, I think everything you said is, is fucking amazing. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, you answered, you answered a couple actually you answered like three questions in that answer so that's good because this next one uh you led up to it perfectly and this came from um this came from a shady like a like a nameless faceless account okay but we're gonna ask it because this is what we do right does yeah. does dustin's history with so many women does dustin's history with so many women and history of cheating bother you <laughs> I mean, no, to be honest, you know, it's so funny because it's like, I don't go off of like, yeah, like obviously like, you know, knowing somebody's history, whatever, but like, hello, look at my history. I just 
dissed my ex fiance. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, well we done. both are well kind done. of pieces of shit. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind me, just cracking myself up over here. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Oh my god, uh, <laughs> love it, but, love uh, it. I'll take it. Yeah. We're, welcome to the villain era, guys. No, <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, I think so. Like, I think most humans have like made mistakes. Like, I just think that that's real. Um, and I think that yeah, like I think it's good to be aware of like people's past shit for sure like whether it's like cheating or um emotional avoidant tendencies or whatever right or the tendency like I mean cheating yeah sure that sucks but you know it also sucks like being somebody who who's like who doesn't cheat but like tends to stay in relationships where you're fucking miserable like that's a fucking problem too like that's that's a really big issue too you know what I mean like because what if you know, then it could bring up an insecurity of like, what if you're actually with me, but you don't really love me and you're not really happy because in your last relationships, you tend to do that. You know, like, hello, we could play this so many different ways. But also like, I just think again, like cheating is a fucking symptom. And, and I have like so many thoughts on like the concept of cheating in general, but it just, it just doesn't bother me because it's like, people, whether they have a history of cheating, like, or not, like, sometimes people fucking cheat. And you know, you've been, you've, you've shown me, like, so much honesty around things that, like, could be hard to, like, be honest about, or, like, I'm just not going off of your past. I'm going off of, like, who you are and, like, what you've shown me about, like, your integrity and your character and, like, how you've been with me, and and that's what I care about, and so, yeah, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't, I've been, like, I've been cheated on by people who, don't have a history of cheating and whatever like people cheat sometimes and if I get cheated on well this podcast will be ironic and I will survive it's fine <laughs> oh my god next question <laughs> and this, is, this is a fun I, I'm, yeah I, I'll, I'll just oh, say ahead. like yeah I just want to say that like I'm, I'm like kidding when I say that but like at the end of the day like I'm just I'm not like in fear you know I'm not like living in fear in this relationship i'm just not so yeah no I, and and neither am i of anything i think it's i think it's fucking why it works to be honest next question mm-hmm. though right we're gonna go right to the next question does gianna snore i will take this one no she does not <laughs> snore she's actually like a wonderful ethereal sleeper it's just like she's not <laughs> even there but she is right there's like no i have to check to make sure she's okay <laughs> so, uh, no, Gianna does not snore. Um, somebody asked as well, right? Um, I mean, I snore sometimes, so that's some bonus sometimes. information that they can have sometimes, <laughs> not all the time. Um, uh, d- d- did either one of you have an ex or an ex's family say anything mm-hmm. negative about us getting together? <laughs> all you. Oh, you oh man, I you know, to be honest, I think everybody in my ex's life fucking hates me, probably. Um yeah. So uh it's it's so honestly, like I have fuck, I have like all thoughts I can say about this, but you know, I mean, I understand. I'm sure it didn't feel good. Um that I'm sure it didn't feel good um for my ex. Um but at the end of the day, like it's not, it's, you, to act blindsided would be a fucking lie. Um, and also, um, what would you 
like, I mean, like, am I supposed to like, just put my fucking happiness on the back burner because somebody else was in denial about the, where our relationship was at. And then I should just like, you know, fucking shut the fuck up and go be a good little girl in the corner and like fucking ignore her feelings and her wants because you don't like it. And it makes you uncomfortable. Like, I'm sorry. Fuck you. <laughs> I can, I'm not going to do that for anyone. That's not at my ex. By the way, I'm just saying like in general, like, uh, like I, I fucking hate that. Like I hate when, when, when that's like put on women and like when, you know, like I think I just got demonized a lot by people in his life and people on the internet um, and even him a little bit where it's like, I'm the fucking asshole for, you know, communicating again and again and again and, and sharing my feelings again and again and again. And then, you know, fucking doing something about it and then going and letting myself have what I want at the same time. And yet simultaneously, he got nothing but support from me to to do the same, you know, and there was times where he did uh, like in certain ways and, and I did not give that energy. So like, um, yeah, so I don't know. That's, that's, that's what I will say. And I will also say that, um, yeah, I, I, I got like a few like weird comments from family members of his, um, friends of his, and it's fine. I'm happy. That's all I care about. (laughs) Well, from my end, uh, no, no exes uh, said anything shitty or did anything. They don't. They don't care. Um, next question: Did any of my female or your male friends throw shade when they found out that you and I were dating? <laughs> did any hmm. of my male or female friends? Well. Well, my my female friends, your male friends. Uh, on my end, yes, there was a couple friends that I thought were amazing. They they are amazing people. They're wonderful, but they acted like fucking idiots, and I don't know what that's about and whatever. And I'm working through it. But yeah, there was a couple women on my end in my life that I love dearly that are incredibly intelligent, awesome people, and they acted kind of shitty. Um, so that answers that, Gianna. <laughs> Male friends. Um, so not male friends. Just women on your end. So do I get to? Is this like bonus information? Because I'm happy to give it. <laughs> no, no. You mean, this is a this is an open forum. You can say and do whatever you like. Great. Um. Well, you know, I had I you know I just got like some weird comments here or there and like some people like that seemed kind of concerned. Um, or whatever, because they, they just didn't understand it. Um, and I think it like looked weird at first, like just the way everything unfolded. Um, and so I think out of a place of like concern, like some people in my life were like, Gianna, you know, you good. Um, whereas now, uh, just because of how everybody like got to see the way that I processed and the way that things like worked out, um, everybody in my life is like incredibly supportive and also even inspired. I've had a lot of people in my life be like, wow, Gianna, I wish I was brave enough to leave my relationship. And I was like, well, good news. You can. (laughs) So. Right. Yeah, no, that's, that's amazing. Um, another question was, and we're getting towards the end of mine. So if you have yours, you can bring them up if you want to, whatever. All right. This question 
is, uh, do you think people projected their vision of a dream relationship onto a Gianna's last relationship? And then now that it's over with, they can't deal with it because it forces them to understand that relationships are fragile. So do you think people projected their vision, their version of a dream relationship onto your last relationship? And now that it's over, they're like, oh my God, help us. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think there's truth to that. Um, so, you know, like uh, since I do relationship coaching and I really love to be just really authentic because um, I think that there's a lot of like magic and power in people. Um just getting to connect like human to human. And I think that that can only be done through authenticity. And then also I think it's very helpful and healing for people to see examples of something that they don't, that they want, but aren't quite sure like is available or exists in life. Um, and so I, sh there was a lot of things about my last relationship that were just incredibly inspiring. I feel like, um, and beautiful and healthy and all these great things. Um, and we were together for a while. Right. And so like people got, uh, really attached to, um, seeing us together and like it, and I think that it became this like, uh, inspiration for them that they kind of needed. And so, um, and I completely understand that. And simultaneously, it is also not my responsibility to go against like what is right for me. Um, so that way you can believe in your desires for yourself. Right. And so, um, yeah, I, I like it, essentially I had a lot of people reach out to me and essentially kind of tell me that like they were grieving the relationship too. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, like I understood it to a degree. And then also there was like a degree where I was like, you know, I'm the one going through a breakup. Right. Just so we're clear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i think it's important that you address that um there's there's okay so some, somebody again from like a faceless nameless account what's your sex life like okay so like <laughs> i would say it's it's really really incredible but i would also say the thing that sucks about it is that you and i are so busy that we want to have more sex and so we're trying to make that happen. That's that would be my. Uh, but the floor is yours, Gianna. You barely shared, <laughs> and you're like the floor is yours. Well, I mean, what's your sex like? I mean, it's fucking phenomenal, I mean, it's great. and yeah, and <laughs> dirty and like fun, and and you know, it's we're like we're we're pushing and pulling into all sorts of fun little uh, dimensions of of sex, and I think. Um, it, it it feels really there, there's a there's a sense of freedom in sex with you. I don't feel um, shamed or like put down for all the fucked up shit that I'm into. Uh, and I, I just think there's there's power in that. And it's another it's a testament to why our relationship is is what it is and why it works so well. Our sex is fucking hot, right? Um, that's is that is that better? <laughs> I love that you shared that. Yeah, I mean. I think it's really great. Um, I mean, really, really great. And I, I feel like that we both, um, I feel like we're very compatible, like sexually. Um, and I think that we both kind of bring things to each other that kind of like expand each other sexually um, in ways that are just like really beautiful and sexy and like 
all the things. And so, <clears throat> like, I, I, I think that our sex drives are very compatible and matched. Um, because I'll be like, man, I'll be like, I'll like have a thought and be like, man, I really want to have sex. And you'll be like, I want to have sex. And I'm like, great, glad we're on the same page, you know, and like, and like, I feel like vice versa. Um, and I feel like, um, yeah. And so that just like makes it really effortless. And I feel like we have this like, you know, partial dynamic of like, kind of like dom sub thing that we're both like really are very compatible in that way. And then also, um, you know, I don't know, like, I like, it just feels like there's so much there that we've like, felt and just like, haven't even felt yet. And like, you know, I'm just like, how much do I want to share here? But um, I don't know, I kind of like want to share <laughs> like a perspective of like, um, of people that I know will like maybe benefit from hearing this or something as well. But, um, I think, you know, <laughs> um, so like, I feel like, like, I've just felt like a lot of things with you, like sexually, like I felt, um, you know, fucking like just completely like submissive, like, and soft and like, you know, just completely like surrendered and like all and like turned on and like kind of challenged and like just all of these things that felt really great and yet also too like that time that I gave you that like kind of like long blowjob or whatever like I felt like I, it came from this place of like just pure love in my heart like <laughs> Like, like sucking dick while well, being you, in love like yeah you could feel it you could feel it on my end for sure and so like it's just like all these like different feelings um that feel really great to to give and express but also like receive and feel and yeah I don't know it's really good I'm gonna sleep on that it's really good I like yeah it. I'm good. I mean I think I mean, this person really got more than they bargained for so good for them you know but yeah. I, I do first of all you're the first person I've ever come at the same time with. I always thought that was a movie thing, right? But like, it's happened on on, on more than two occasions at this point, <laughs> and like, it, it's even happening. Um, you know, when we're like getting it on over the phone, when we're like uh, having phone sex, y'all. So like, <laughs> somehow we're coming at the same time. I thought that was like a bullshit made up thing, and it is not. It is quite real, and it's fucking phenomenal. And I, and I think what I wanted to say too, in addition, right, is like people talk about commu oh, communication, but until you really do it and feel it, uh, there's that space in between two people like, well, she didn't even touch me. I'm just going to wash these dishes louder and resentment grows quick, <laughs> right? And with you and I, like we sort of don't leave space for resentment. It's like, hey, I want to have sex. Just direct and then it's like well fuck so do i and then the resentment just sort of fades and and leaves or the space where it would be is is gone and i think that's really fucking important mm -hmm. um and also too uh you know you're the first person i've been with where i felt incredibly like pornographic and like you know uh uh just insanely like grimy porn stuff but it, but it also feels like really dirty and hot and awesome, but also like really beautiful and, and um, like connected. It's super crazy. I never thought you could feel both of those and you can. So that's what I would add to that. 
Time for your questions that you have on your end, <laughs> unless you have anything to add. I just need a minute. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, we do not have an OnlyFans, yeah. so <laughs> yet. Um, I mean, I just think that I don't know, like, and this, and this goes, and this, like, kind of speaks to like I feel like just I don't know it almost feels like kind of weird to share this because it, it just feels so it's like it feels kind of like a little like sacred but at the same time like I also you know open book and all of that and obviously that's what we're doing here to a degree but like I don't know like I just I just I also think like our sex and just like in general there's just <clears throat> really speaks volumes to how like wildly in sync I feel like we are and it's just and yeah there's just it just goes back to the piece where I just feel like things between us are just undeniable so in a lot of ways yeah no I agree I think it's fucking incredible and I, I seriously mm -hmm. wish that everybody could could figure this out because it's fucking that good so mm -hmm. yeah and it feels just kind of rare, you know, like, so. Yeah. Feels incredibly rare. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay, you're up with your questions <sighs> on sex party. I'm up. Okay, so I had, like, one question that um, someone that I didn't save because uh, it was a while ago. Um, <clears throat> but essentially someone asked, like, if we started dating while um, – I was still, God, what did they ask? They asked, like, essentially, like, if I started a relationship with you while me and Justin were still dating or, I don't know, it, like, it was essentially the question I remember, like, left me with the impression, like, did I, like. Cheat. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And, like, answered that already, opened our relationship, you know the timeline, here we are. <laughs> um. <sighs> So the end, you, that was, all, that was the only question you had. No, 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 no. Um, oh, that, that, okay. the end of that question. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so this, this question, I'm kind of like, I love it. It's a beautiful question and I've, and I've been pondering about it. Um, so what are you being invited to learn in this? Cause I'm almost like not sure to, how to answer it. Okay. What are you being invited to learn in this new relationship? What's your new edge? What's my new edge? You know, I, I think that there's just been, there's been like a lot of like little things at times that have, that have just been about me. Um, you know, I think that there were edges where like I kind of had to release like judgments around just the way everything unfolded, right? Like, um, I think I was telling myself that the way things were like supposed to unfold is that, you know, you're like a good little fucking girl and not in the hot way. <laughs> Dust in your face. Mm. Well, we haven't talked about that yet, so <laughs> Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> um, but 
<laughs> oh my god, we're so fucking horny. It's ridiculous. Yeah, we are pretty I love horny. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, are we not supposed to be? Fuck that. Like whatever. Yeah, I know. I know. It's being real. Agreed. Yeah, seriously. Um. <laughs> what's your? Wait a so, minute. What's your? What, what does that mean? What's your new edge? What is an edge? Like Baja Blast Mountain Dew? Like what are they? <laughs> <laughs> so like, I I think that I think she meant like a growth edge, right? So like, what's been like something that you've had to like kind of like cha- that's felt like challenging, right? Mm, okay, that's um, a great question. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, there hasn't been like one like wildly big theme like that maybe felt obvious like in my last relationship. Like as the last relationship ended, it was like okay, like you know, a big edge was like staying near feminine, even though like you're feeling not like met in the masculine counterpart fully and stay there no matter what. Um, and then be brave enough to be honest with yourself about what you want, what you feel and communicate about it and be willing to pursue something that feels like unconventional in the sense of like the the judgments that you have around like how things are supposed to happen and unfold and all those things. Right. And like, that was an edge. And I feel like that part of that kind of like carried into like our the starting of our relationship where I was like, you know, there was an edge of, um, you know, like the visibility, like the internet visibility around my last relationship and like kind of navigating that. Um, and then, and just like all of people's like judgments and like projections, but also a lot of support too, which was really lovely. Um, that feels like a million years ago at this point though. And I feel like so far over that and past that. And then, um, and like literally I don't fuck. (laughs) Um, but so there was a little bit of that. And then, um, yeah, I think that what, um, there's been, probably some like little moments at times where I've had to be like (sighs) just a lot of uh -uh. there's I mean I've had like little moments where maybe I've gotten like a little freaked out right because I'm like of just how much I feel um like for Dustin like for you and like hmm And just navigating some slight things of, like, what can kind of come up a little bit when you're just, like, really in love. So, what's my new edge? Being really, really, really in love. (laughs) No, I love that. Great answer. Yeah. Yeah. Great answer. So, that's it. That's all. I I might have other questions, but if, if, if I do, they're gone. Yeah, they got answered. I'm sure we answered it. Um, Okay, so in closing, right, we talked about this a little bit, but this is really important, I think. Um, There's a lot of people out there, some of them women, some of them men, um, just people that are stuck in in relationships, in situations, in jobs, um, in, in shitty friendships, right? And they're fucking horrified, terrified to end those shitty things. Can you just dial in a little bit and give them um, a fucking Gianna Rackham bullseye and and some (laughs) advice on what to do with that fear, how to actually push through that last final stranglehold piece to get out of that shitty relationship, to quit that stupid job, to start their own thing, to tell their friend that they're a fucking asshole, whatever it is. (laughs) Um, 
from you, from someone who's done it, who got out of a relationship and started a new one, despite what everyone was going to say about them and did all the things and is in flux doing all sorts of new, awesome things. How do you get past that fear? <clears throat> I mean, I think that you think about what's on the other side, you know, like I'm so happy now. Like I'm so happy, like not only like being with you, but it's, it's that, like, I feel like I have like what I, what I want, like in, in a partner. Right. And, and then some, right. Like things that like, I didn't even like, maybe like give myself like full permission to want, you know, that I like, would be, like, that would be nice, but that's probably not going to happen. Like those things are there for me. And that's amazing. And that feels so fucking great. And like, we just feel like, so like in alignment and like, right. In all these ways, but that set aside, like, I feel like, I feel like I did right by myself, you know, like I feel, I feel like I was honest with myself. I feel, I feel incredibly free, you know, and just happy because of how I was willing to have my own back and not lie to myself and be willing to really go for what I really wanted. Um, so I don't know, to, maybe to answer that. Cause I think previously I already kind of was like, you have to look at your, you have to look at your fucking self in the mirror every day. And like, you know, you have to live with that feeling and like, you know, get really clear on what you want and what really matters to you and what you value and have you fucking shown up for that in the relationship. And if you have, and if they're not listening and if you're really fucking done and whatever, like we talked about that, but like, you know, the last little bit of it, it's like, it's really about you, you know, like it's really about your relationship to yourself and how incredibly proud of yourself you'll feel. Um, like even if nothing worked and, and nothing better was on the other side of this, which is not true. It's all, like, that's, yeah, I just don't believe that. Um, the fact that you were willing to do that for yourself, it's such an incredible feeling. It's so rewarding. So I think, think about that, you know? Gianna Rackham, <laughs> let's remind them where they can find you, where they can work with you. This is so funny. It's so weird. <laughs> it's like... I think it's great. Yeah, I think it's great too. But it's like, okay, boyfriend, <laughs> here's where they can work with me. No. Um, yeah, I also, you know, speaking of boyfriend, I before we started this, I literally found one of your socks under the chair. So I have your some of your socks too. Well, you know, <laughs> so... these, these things are bound to happen. Yeah. So glad we talked about that because I forgot. On the I podcast, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Amazing. Um, we're stealing perfect. each other's clothes, not for the reasons that you think, but we're doing it anyway. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I mean, we have some of those reasons. Too. I, was <laughs> I mean, I'm not. <laughs> uh, anyway. Backing um, yourself so... into a corner. <laughs> <laughs> no these poor people no. just tell them where Don't they can work with you <laughs> <laughs> um well just come and follow me on uh instagram at gianna love and light you will see all of my stuff there because i pretty much um and my website gianna um 
you know, you'll see like the offers that I have available there. And I talk about, I post like really great, like free content pretty much every single day. Um, and I talk about my offers that I have available moment to moment, um, day to day, week to week there. So that's where I would come hang. <laughs> Go check her out. You guys, I do it all the time. It's great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being on Sex Party again. Uh, yeah, I'll, you know, come get your socks. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> We're ending this episode. <laughs> Say goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Let's all take a breath. Breathe in, breathe out. That was episode 50. 50 episodes in the books. Bit of a heater, right? Um, a big thank you to my guest, Gianna Rackham, for being here with me on the show, helping me celebrate episode 50. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys, you know, I hope you guys have enjoyed these last 50 episodes. If you are enjoying Sex Party, if you want 50 more episodes, if you want a Sex Party movie, right? There's a couple different ways you can show that want, that desire, that appreciation. If you're listening on platforms like Apple and Spotify, you can subscribe to the show. That's the most important. You could also leave a rating. You could leave a review. You don't have to do these things at all whatsoever. If you're watching on YouTube, uh -huh. if you're watching on YouTube, I love you. It's been 50 episodes. You're amazing. If you're watching on YouTube, though, you could subscribe to the channel. You could also leave a comment. You could like the video. As always, I am available on Instagram and the DMs to talk, to chat. And as always, I will see you right back here next week. Thanks for listening. The party continues next week. Click subscribe and let's make this a regular thing. Follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at SexPartyFM. Follow Dustin at Dustin Ribka.